1: By dispatch. Today I'm Brittany, and joining me today, as
0: always, is my friend Emily Lynn. Hi Emily. Hi Brittany. How are you? I am doing okay. How about yourself?
1: I'm doing great. I'm I'm recovering from um, Carlos appearing during a work phone call um, unclothed.
0: Okay. No, he just had his shirt off and I had to okay. hide my I, I mean look there's enough hair there that it's basically like wearing a shirt hmm. yeah I when I was
1: younger I like swore I would like never be with like a hairy guy like I was just like I don't like that that's gross uh-huh. like I don't like hair and then I meet the most hairy the hairiest person like to mankind he has like hair all over except on his head <laughs> he is very hairy he is very hairy and he is now appearing right now and I am putting my arm up because I <sighs> Okay, he's walked away. <laughs> but I'm good. Um, I am at the end of my fertility preservation journey, which is
0: bittersweet. But how, how are your little eggs doing?
1: Oh man, they're doing fucking great. So I've been taking pictures of them because uh, I get ultrasounds every other day and blood work every other day. That's been fucking fantastic, let me tell you. I've never been poked so much by a needle before. Like, my God. Um, I was going to make a sex joke about that, but is that accurate? I don't know. But, yeah, man. Started off with uh, my, my first appointment, like, when they were, like, the initial, like, hey, we're going to be doing this. Like, they only counted um, five eggs in each ovary now each ovary around 20. that's a lot of eggs it's a lot of eggs very fertile very privileged to be as fertile as i am and it's very exciting i'm I'm very happy for my little eggs that they have grown to become bigger eggs and that um i haven't really had a lot of complications from this um a lot of people do so i've been barely very privileged for that too but it's really fun um i and it's weird saying that this is a fun process because it's like i don't think anyone would think like wow i have to go to the doctor like four or five times a week and get blood drawn and get ultrasounds like that's a lot of work but it's just the environment it like it's a very like female oriented you know environment and you know just everyone's working for each other everyone's you know supporting each other like it's it's woman power basically and it's just it's like it's a really great environment for me to be in right now and Mm -hmm. it's nice being able to go to a doctor's appointment and get good news yeah because I I, i haven't received that in a little bit um After I recovered from surgery, I found out that my cancer spread um, to my left lymph node. So I found out that I'll be starting cancer treatment in January. You know, it bumped up cancer to stage 3A. So that was really hard because I didn't really Mm -hmm. get that. I didn't get that information until like a week or two after they told me the cancer spread. So... Anytime a doctor calls and tells you that your cancer spread and doesn't really give you any more information. And I mean, like, th- that's not up to them. That's just they're just repeating what test results gave them. Um, one of the most terrifying moments of your life, because. Number one, if you, you know, if you have a, if you had a feeling that this happened or that this was going to happen and then it actually happened and then like not knowing what your future looks like is mm-hmm. absolutely horrific. And don't wish it upon anyone, but I got really good prognosis. Um, treatment should treat the cancer and hopefully it won't spread. It hasn't spread to any organs, which is good. Yeah, um, yeah it's, it's a lot. And, you know, I had to do this fertility preservation because it might affect my fertility in the future. You know, I talk about the podcast all the time that I don't know if I want fucking kids, but I want to be able to have this so that if something happens along the line, and I do decide to have kids that I'm covered and that yeah, yeah, I have this sense. nice cushion. So, and that's weird too, because when you do this process, your maternal side like kicks in times a hundred. Like doing this process and I'm just, you know, it, it, your, your estrogen is at a incredible high, you know, your emotions are on a credible high. Then it just, it, it goes up, then it goes down. So it's mentally and physically a lot, you know, like I can't exercise. Like, I, I feel like I'm just sitting here, you know, like I'm getting ready for hibernation, so, you know, I'm I'm chunking up for the winter, so that's hard on me, too, um, but I am so privileged to be here, privileged to have such great health care, fast health care, you know, people that are, you know, calling me to make appointments, you know, the day of, or, you know, just people that are rooting for me and want me to succeed and want me to to combat this cancer, so that's really nice, yeah. but it's it's a lot but i would imagine so yeah but i'm just i'm happy to be here i'm happy to be recording with you i'm happy to be you know i go in tomorrow for my little procedure to freeze my eggs so i'm happy i get to do that hopefully everything will go well um i'm happy that tomorrow i can start making my disney reservations for (laughs) which restaurants (laughs) i get to go to okay i'm excited what are you trying for um, there is a restaurant at um, Animal Kingdom Lodge called Sana that, that has like a bread service that's supposed to be really good. Um, there's an Italian restaurant at Epcot that's supposed to be phenomenal. Um, and then um, there's California Grill at um, the Contemporary Resort, which is right next to Magic Kingdom that I hear is really good, and it has like a view of the fireworks so like they 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 play the fireworks music as your dinner's going and like you're able to see the fireworks which is is really cool but i still need to do some investigating still like i know there's a lot of restaurants like downtown disney that i want to give a try and it's nice too like going some going there with someone like carlos who's like willing to try anything because Mm -hmm. i feel like the more people you go with the more restrictions you have because it's like this person doesn't like this this person doesn't like that you know so, it's going to be a totally new experience. And, you know, Disney's great. Disney's very accommodating. You know, I'll be starting my treatment. So, I won't be 100%. So, you know, I'll be able to rely on Disney to make sure that, you know, I'm getting the best care, like, while I'm there. So, that's really comforting. Um, I don't know. I'm excited. then The next year is busy. It was so fucking annoying, too. I was so annoyed today. Because... My my um, treatment um, appointment person called because um, I was I'm able to like bump up my appointments, but I realized that I'm going on a cruise in um, in October, and you know, cause they plan on all the appointments, you know, every three weeks. Like they literally have all my appointments like to to April basically, and I had to call yeah. them and be like, oh, we have to change it back to how it was before because the schedule now. Um, one of the appointments fall when I'm on my Hawaiian cruise and I'm going on in October. So like, that's just annoying. Like, I mean, it's, it, 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 it's, I mean, I'm, I don't know. It's hard to explain. It's just, it's annoying that it's like, I have to plan around this, you know, for yeah, like the next course, year yeah. of my life, you know, every three weeks I have to go in, get treatment, you know, it's going to make me feel I don't know, like they, they, they read you off the side effects and everything and what it'll do to you. What am I doing to your body? And it just, it's like, you, you kind of just sit there and it's just, it's like, well, I, I have to get this done, you know, like I want to yeah. get the cancer out. So like, I'm willing to, you know, I'm, I am Ariel signing uh, the deed to Ursula for me to be able to walk <laughs> and I'm losing my voice. No, I mean like, well, that's, look, look, that's I don't pretty look, fucking I don't, morbid, yeah.
0: but. I mean, yeah, definitely, it's scary when you hear all the side effects, but, like, try to keep in mind, that is all of the side effects. And that doesn't mean you're going to get all of those things. You mean, you could get some, you could be really lucky and get none, but, yeah, so, but, like, when you're just hearing it all, it must be, it must be a lot.
1: Yeah, there's one side effect I really don't want to get, which wasn't listed to me when... Um, when I was going through everything, but it's a very rare side effect. I don't want to say because I don't want to knock on wood, but it's one of those things okay. where it's like if it happens, like I'm gonna be fucking devastated. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's just hard, just knowing, because I was, it was so annoyed. Like I, you know. I, I feel like you try to find, like, find, like, people to talk to. Like, you know, like, I feel like, you know, sometimes, like, you can go on Reddit and find, like, forums for this. And I swear to God, like, I, like, the one of the first things I saw, like, on Monday was, like, someone complaining that, like, the one thing I was worried about happening was happening to them. And I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> but everyone's different. One size does not fit all with treatment. And I feel like that's yeah. something that is hard to for other people because I mean you tell someone you have cancer and then they're like oh like my friend had cancer oh like this person I know had cancer this person I had the treatment that you're going for they experienced this and it's like well that's nice well I might not experience that you know so I don't know but other than that I mean everything's going well um there's definitely no motherfucking wedding planning going on here um I don't know i i really i truly thought that the the cancer card would really uh really really stop that but i think that just people get so excited when they hear good news that they're just like oh well you have a wedding to plan like i think like literally i've got like the the people saying like quote like oh well at least you'll have time to plan your wedding when you're recovering from all of this and i'm like yeah Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, uh, and I mean everyone does that out of kindness. I don't think there's there's anyone. I mean, I can think of one person, but they don't matter. The uh, anyone that says anything like out of spite, out of oh,
0: no. being still, a dick that doesn't doesn't mean it's not annoying.
1: Yeah, it's it's a process, that's for sure. But I don't know. I mean. I'm excited to get married one day but I mean it's not something on my mind at the moment I mean obviously it's something like on your mind because it's like you, there's, that's such a wonderful thing you know going on for you and you don't have anything you know other than like having to copy and paste yourself and your belongings and in another country
0: yeah that's that's a lot there's a lot
1: yeah that's stressful
0: but I mean the wedding is probably just going to be in my parents' backyard, or at a park, depending like how many people are going to come. Uh-oh. But it's like my dad's going to sing. Your and, dad's uh, going to sing. Yeah, I asked him this weekend. Oh, that's so nice. What's he going to sing? There is a um. Well, was she? She passed away um, back in the '90s. Uh, her name was Kate Wolf. She was a a folk singer, and she has this song "Give Yourself to Love," which is just just beautiful gorgeous romantic song that like i grew up with my dad would like play her stuff a lot and he used to play it on guitar and and i was it was when we were it was somewhere in scotland and i was sort of absent-mindedly singing it in the shower and when i came out i was like what what is that song you're singing it was so pretty ah. and so i'm like oh well that is <laughs> one of my favorite songs and yeah so i asked my dad he said he's gonna do it Every, every detail i hear is just just makes it just so beautiful it was so funny uh so uh our you know kev obviously is a host on scruffy looking podcasters and so they released their new episode today and he was telling like his side of the story of the engagement and that was that was very funny to hear It's funny hearing
1: it from, like, their point of view and, like, hearing, you know, like, when we had Carlos on and he was talking about how, like, he had a place picked out and how he did everything and then it didn't go to plan. It's always, like, entertaining when things don't go to plan and then they have to, like, kind of figure out on the spot, like, what do I do? Where do I go? Or they have a really controlling uh, partner that just (laughs) figures it out for them. Um, Yeah, I I had to share that story with Carlos's family this weekend uh, they were not very thrilled
0: <laughs> I think it's hilarious but... oh
1: man they thought it was funny I think Lorena thought it was the funniest that she was just like okay like stand over here do this <laughs> do that I'm like it wasn't that bad but you know sometimes you get nervous and when you get nervous you become an asshole so oh, that's okay so it's all out of love And <laughs> man well, good for us. I mean, whenever we both make it down the aisle, I mean, if it even, like, yeah, it, when it happens, yeah, I'm excited for us.
0: Really, I just want to have good food and a pretty dress. I mean, look, yeah, be, like, I want to be surrounded by my family and friends and people who love me. But in terms of, like, the stuff I care about in the actual, like, wedding, I care about my dress and I care about the food and anything else. I'm going to get whatever.
1: I know that's one thing. Like I, one of Carlos's sisters texted me today and was like, Hey, like, have you thought about the wedding dress yet? Cause I asked Carlos's mom to make my wedding dress. Cause she made Lorena's dress and she makes dresses like for the, like the, the grandkids, like when they oh, um, so cool. are baptized. Yeah. It's really fucking cool. So she was like, do you have any ideas? And I'm like, no, I don't have anything yet. And when I'd ask Carlos' mom, too, she's like, you need to give me ideas right now. You need to do that. I was like, I haven't even thought of anything. I just wanted to ask. (laughs) So, I know. And that's also another thing, too. Food is important to me. But I feel like I just want to do a taco cart. Because I feel like can't go... I've never had a bad
0: taco. I think taco cart's a great idea.
1: Yeah. And then, like, an open bar or something. Because... um, people like alcohol at weddings so um yeah i i don't know about i feel like a very controversial thing is children at weddings and um i'm leaning more towards no but like you know like immediate family like yeah like you can bring your kid but like everyone else no um But also it's it's my wedding but i i feel like that's like the biggest thing for weddings that people see is like the why can't i bring my 8 180 month year old
0: you know look i mean the thing with kids like you just got to be prepared that some people aren't gonna come and like that's you know like that's their choice and that's fine and but it also means you don't have a bunch of like worry about a bunch of screaming kids running around
1: Yeah, I feel like that for me, like if I'm like in the middle of like saying something, then and I hear like someone screaming, I'm going to be like, okay, I don't know. And then also like, I think children and weddings, um, I feel like that always ends in disaster. And I just want to avoid that at all costs. I mean, I, I don't know like
0: I I mean it's pretty weddings are pretty boring for kids
1: exactly so like I don't want to force a kid because I I've shared the story before about how my cousin got married and I was in sixth grade and my role in the wedding was to walk down the aisle with a bell and say the bride is coming. And it was the most humiliating thing in my life. And I think that because of that, I'm very biased towards children and weddings and how I think it's ridiculous to force a child to do something that they don't want to do. I mean, I love I fucking love my cousin and it probably was funny. But um, yeah, I just that's not me like I don't want to do that I don't want because I have so many fucking nieces and nephews too and it's just it's like that's just that's just too much for them and then like too much for me and it's like uh, I don't know I don't want anyone to lose the ring I, I don't want anyone to lose anything I just want to have a good time I don't know and that's also why I'll probably elope before then just have the 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 wedding ceremony because I don't want to have to worry about things because I know myself and I like perfection and weddings are not perfection. So I'd rather just elope and have that be my perfection and then just have the wedding and just be like, whatever the fuck can happen. Like, I don't care. Like someone could like start juggling fire. I don't know. So yeah. But I'm excited. I mean, I'm excited. I'm excited to have friends come down and I'm excited to have you. I'm excited for, you know, yeah. whoever, whoever from our friends wants to come and who can come. I mean, I feel like I have so many friends that live out everywhere. So can't wait to see celebrity artist and good friend Chris Hall at your wedding too. I mean, he's invited to mine also, but I feel like he would more likely show up to yours because... <laughs> of you and Kev I mean like I, I know that celebrity artist and good friend Chris Hall I, I know we're good but I, I, I and I know that California is spectacular but I know that he'll have more of a reason to travel to you and Kev so who, because... who doesn't
0: want to go to Goshen, Indiana I mean that's an exciting <laughs> tourist destination
1: I don't know well depending on when you get married Taylor Swift is going to be in Indiana so maybe we can like we can work something <laughs> out so that we can all go see Taylor Swift after no that'd be funny though Ugh. That's just crazy to me that we have weddings to plan. I know it's a lot. We have weddings to plan. I have cancer to plan. No, I'm kidding. Um what a crazy year it has been. It's already almost over. What a what I know. A fucking Thanksgiving. I know. Thanksgiving
0: in 2 days
1: are you doing anything for yourself for thanksgiving you know you normally like roast a duck or you get
0: the well, i don't normally do a chicken look this year i just went i just am getting things from trader joe's that i can put in the oven and heat up so i got uh pork shoulder and like a fagin apricot sauce that i just it's already pre-cooked you can just put in the oven i got a little mic like, like a oven tray of scalloped potatoes i got a bag of a you know they do a lot of like like you know they like bag salads but they also do like bagged stir fries and stuff mm-hmm. and they have one that is like a Brussels sprout thing that you can like you just put into skillet and as a like a parmesan and a lemon dressing and hazelnuts so you know that stuff i can just sort of throw together in the morning i'll watch the parade and facetime with hannah because we always do that Oh, yeah, I'm
1: so excited. I'll be able to watch the parade, too, because um, I'll be at my parents recovering from surgery. So I'll be able to put it on TV. Not that I can't put it on TV here, but um, I'll be able to watch it with my parents. So that should be fun.
0: Yeah, Hannah fuck I fucking loves the parade. She's been talking about it for weeks. So, Oh, man, I hope there's a couple of minions in there for her. There is a minion. There's oh, a minion good. balloon. I looked because they oh, have good. on their website what's there. What's her favorite balloon? Well she really likes the um I mean she likes all any of the any other thing that she recognizes she likes. Um she always likes Snoopy. Oh yeah, we love Although Snoopy Although it's not it you last time it was I think last year it was Astronaut Snoopy and this year it's like Boy Scout Snoopy, which is not as good. But yeah. I'm a sucker for Boy Scout Snoopy, though, because it reminds me of Camp Snoopy at Knott's Berry Farm. So I'm pretty mostly happy about that. Yeah. So I think she'll, yeah, she's, so she likes Snoopy, and she will like, yeah, she's, she's the minion. And then she always loves the, the Sesame Street float. Because they always, you know, they always have, like, Cookie Monster and oh, yeah. Elmo and Zoe and. So she's always she's always happy for that, and she really likes the, like the bands, like the marching oh, bands. Oh yeah, I love all the Broadway stuff that they have. Yeah, yeah. That's she fine. likes that, and she likes the um, what are they, The the color guard with the spinning and the flags and stuff. That's always so. fun too. What she really likes is to point out to the other people who are watching everything that is going on, even if you are even if you are sitting right next to her. She will tell you what you're seeing.
1: I love that because it just a live reenactment or like, you know, we go to live podcast shows, you know, just like seeing like them react to it. Like, <laughs> look at Snoopy, look at the menu. Like, I love that because it. I just love people's
0: excitement. So I think that's also it too. Oh, and she likes to see the turkey and then Santa Claus at the end.
1: Oh yeah. I like the turkey too. And it's always nice seeing Santa because Santa ends it, right? Because Santa ends yeah. it because he's like, hey guys, Thanksgiving is over. My time it's now. my time now. Fuck
0: off turkey. Yeah.
1: I love that. I know I, I love a I love a good Macy's Thanksgiving Day parade and I feel like the morale is always so happy too. Except for you because you have to deal with the traffic and everything
0: because I mean, I don't to, because right? it's like it well, cuz I won't I don't I I would if I had, you know, like if I had to for some weird reason work on Thanksgiving, then it would suck because it's literally goes right by my office. But it, I mean, it doesn't affect me at all. It's a little annoying because they have all the barriers up along the street already, yeah. So it's it's more crowded, and you know, there's lots of people like because you know they already have like the the stands up where the they televise from, and people like stop and take pictures. So it's a little more annoying walking to the subway, but. It, it, you know, that they are so quick on cleaning that shit up afterwards. You, like you would you could be there like the next morning and have no idea anything had ever happened. Like all the stuff's gone from the street, all, you mm-hmm. know, there's not a scrap of confetti anywhere, it's all gone.
1: I know I always think about you when this when this time of the year comes, you think like, oh, they're preparing for the parade and like Emily's probably like maybe seeing some floats or like seeing the barricades yeah, and everything. The, yeah,
0: the, yeah, the barricades are the only time I you uh, they did floats um is during lockdown when they were pre-recording everything oh yeah. and that was the year i had to like my i had to like walk like four blocks around because i couldn't walk down the street i had because it was blocked off because there was like the blues closed balloon that they were filming because they were bringing in like three or four ba- like floats or balloons at a time filming them and then like bringing in the next batch so there was a bunch of stuff closed off and they did that for like two or three days before thanksgiving
1: Fucking Blue's Clues. I know my parents were just in New York. That's right. Did they have a good time? Yeah, they did. Yeah, my mom, she loved walking through Central Park. I I saw her yesterday. She was like, I loved just kicking my feet in all the leaves.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: How often do you you go to Central Park often? No. It's It's
0: not like close. Like, look, it's really nice, but it's like... Is it so nice that I want to spend like an hour on a train to get there?
1: Oh yeah. Did you and Kev go to did Did Kev go to Central Park when when he walked last around there?
0: the park when I was working? Yeah.
1: Oh, that's nice. I know that it was funny. I I texted you dinner recommendations. I texted it to my parents. And then, of course, they went somewhere completely different because God love them. They they see something and they're like, oh, we don't know that. And they're like, oh, here's this thing we know. We're going to go there. Or like, we went here last time. Let's go here again. I'm like, okay, guys, d- just don't ask me for dinner recommendations.
0: I mean, you're, look, you're missing out on some delicious fucking french fries, but that's okay. I know. Yeah. I think, they, cause I, I think
1: they want to get like cheesecake or I don't know. You know, people when they travel, it's like they focus on one thing and they're like, I want to get that one thing. And then they get that one thing and they're like, that was it.
0: Look, there's plenty of, there's plenty of good places to eat in New York, so
1: Yeah. But no, they had a good time. The only thing though is that um flying back their flight got delayed like six, seven hours. Ooh, so that's rough. Um, they got a bunch of vouchers and everything, which was nice. But yeah, it was one of those where it's like I was sitting down at home and I was like I was checking their location, and I'm like, They're still in Jersey, huh? So it's one of those where like the there was a part missing on the plane and they couldn't get it and they just had to wait so flight delays are a nightmare I was, I was really happy though when we did our international travel that nothing really went wrong um, however I remember that when I when I went from San Diego to um, London I was still like debating on what if I wanted to go and I literally like I got to the airport like 20 minutes before my flight took off that's insane yeah, that was the most insane thing I'd ever done. Thank God there was virtually no line. I had the nicest TSA person. And I even told him, I'm like, you are the nicest person I think I've ever <laughs> met in my life. At the most insane moment of my life or insane day of my life. I'm yeah. Like, Thank you. Yeah, that was a fucking, that was a day. I know, because I, I had to go, i to go to hospital to get, get my medication and then get to the, get to the, get to the fucking airport and then was my first time flying international too so i mean that was cool i mean um the terminal the international terminal at the san diego airport's like really fucking nice oh okay yeah so that was cool to see that for a couple minutes and then just be like all right gotta get on my plane but but yeah thanksgiving i know um I don't think we're bringing anything for Thanksgiving. I think my mom was just like, just bring yourselves. You're recovering, oh, okay. you know, because there's always that like that one person that brings like the veggie tray. And there's mm-hmm. one person who brings dessert. And this year my mom was just like, I'm just going to make everything. I don't care. And I'm like, okay, that sounds good. So that should be fun. And then um, we got this fun Uno game. Like, where it's, like, you put the UNO cards in this, like, big, in this machine thing, and then you tell people to pull, to press the button, and if you press the button so many times, it just spits out UNO cards.
0: Okay, I've seen that before.
1: It's actually a lot of fun. It's, like, terrifying, but it's fun. Yeah, I'm just excited to eat and just to hang out with family and to uh, watch, watch some football after Last night's game was very sad for us Taylor Swift fans because the Chiefs did not win. One no, Kelsey brother was defeated. But I'm happy for the other Kelsey brother because it's the first time since 2009 that the Eagles have beat the Chiefs. Oh, okay. So, so no, no harm, no foul. But also, too, Taylor was supposed to... Taylor The, the family was supposed to meet the family, but it didn't happen. Because she was still in Brazil because she had a delay one night because um, the the venue at Brazil was pretty fucking terrible. But thank goodness the next venue that she's going to in another part of Brazil, I think, is much better than this last venue. So I'm happy for her for that. But Thanksgiving will be when the parents meet the parents, which I'm happy that it's going to be less a public thing. Because Mm -hmm. could you imagine, like, meeting your in-laws for the first time on camera in front of millions of people? No. yeah that's weird yeah that's like I you meeting like Kev's family and it's televised I mean yeah no I don't need that I, I would want that for myself because I just want to <laughs> <I>, I'm i curious <laughs> I don't want to know how that'll go because I mean Kev's wonderful and I guarantee that his family's wonderful too but it's so invasive like it sucks being a celebrity I imagine
0: yeah
1: oh <sighs> Well, I don't think there's really any Star Wars news. I think Dave Filoni got a promotion, which, like, that's great for Dave Filoni. Is that Look, good for me? I, Probably not.
0: From, I don't know. Like, I've been thinking about this, and it sort of depends, because from everything that people said, Dave is, like, a really good guy to work with, and is good at, like, people talk about how good he is at, like, like uh, developing talent, and, like... You know, really nurturing artists, and if this job, what what is it like, chief creative something or whatever? What I don't can't remember the exact title, but if that means he's focusing more on the bigger picture and not doing writing and directing beyond, like we know he's doing his movie and season two of Ahsoka, but. that means other things are getting written by people who are um, good writers then I am okay with that yeah yeah I am too I mean I feel
1: like people you go on social media and you see something about Dave and you see everyone's like oh yeah he's He's the Messiah. He's going to lead us to the light. You know, he's our new George Lucas. And it's just so, like, no one's George Lucas. No one is George Lucas. No one is I'm that George goofy. Lucas isn't even
0: George Lucas.
1: Exactly. So I hate this idea that we want someone to be like someone else because that's what we know. And I think this is a great opportunity for Dave to, you know, learn a lot and to kind of kind of shape Star Wars into what possibly Star Wars should be right now. Because I feel like you know, Marvel, Star Wars is just in this big funk right now. Um, and hopefully we can get out of this funk and get some good content, good movies, good shows. Because we haven't had oh, a goodness. movie since 2019. Yeah. Yeah. And
0: it, I'd like a good movie
1: though.
0: I know. like a movie that is not fucking terrible.
1: Yeah. We're not going to have JJ's mystery box. We're just going to have Taika's
0: just... (sighs) God, did I mean that fucking guy? Jesus. Fell off a fucking cliff.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Star Wars just isn't what it used to be. And like part of that's great, and part of that sucks, because you know, I used to be excited you know, with star wars projects and you know watching like season one of the mandalorian but then like season three of the mandalorian
0: came and i'm just like what yeah that was bad i don't know just i don't know just why can't it just be tony gilroy writing things i know we can't have nice things you know like it's (sighs) it's yeah oh my god speaking of not having nice things This season, well, at least this, like, half of the season, because Netflix only put up four episodes and the rest go up next month, The Crown fucking sucks. Oh, my God. I know. That's what I've been hearing. It is terrible.
1: So... I I feel like the consensus I'm giving or I'm getting is that they just kind of spent the Diana episodes like the conspiracy theory of what they think happened to Diana, and it's just look, horrific, look, right? Look, here's a, there's a couple of things.
0: I mean, one thing that the, the behind the scenes stuff has always been God only knows on mm-hmm. the whole the whole show. You know, it's just it, it it feels stranger as it gets closer because this is stuff that that feels you know newer so it feels like we should like be more factual but you know like we nobody never knows but it is also pretty fucking gross um first of all oh are, you know how this the crown used to do multiple storylines and you would have different characters doing shit oh yeah it's only just one storyline it is literally just diana shit you occasionally go to charles complaining about something but that's but it's always like even if you're cutting to other characters, it is characters talking about Diana. It's, it's, it's literally the, it's literally the fucking poochie bit from the Simpsons, but it, (sighs) they look, Muhammad Al-Fayed, he was a billionaire. By all offense, not a great guy. Most billionaires are not. However, if he were alive, they would not have been able to do this storyline because he absolutely 100% would have and should have sued them for defamation. Mm-hmm. Now, you can't defame the dead, so that didn't matter. But. They have, like, him, like, tipping off the photographer who got the picture of Diana and Dodie kissing on the yacht. Which technically is a theory that has been floating around but they outright have it on the show uh even that photographer has been like no that's not how that happened like he didn't tell me like look maybe the dude's a guy and he's a fucking like sleazebag paparazzi dude but it doesn't seem like there'd be any reason for him to lie about that um and you know it's weird because obviously they show the press frenzy around diana and how like invasive and huge it was But it never feels like they really condemn it. Uh, Or really, like, dig into it. And at the end, like, I really felt like the show's takeaway is oh, Diana and Dodie made stupid decisions, and that's why they died. That's horrific. It's, and it's like, And, okay, like, spoilers, I'm sorry. They talk to Diana's ghost. I'm sorry, what? Charles talks to her on the plane. Fucking Queen Elizabeth talks Diana's ghost. It is so dumb. Does she, like, appear as a Force ghost, too? Not. no, it's like, it's not, like, there's no, like, soft lighting effect. It's just, like, her sitting there. But they talk to her ghost.
1: How did they portray well, like the way that they portrayed her death like was it pretty pretty graphic it is
0: no it is not graphic at all so the cold open of the first episode is there is a guy out walking his dog it is in paris he starts to hear these cars coming and you, you realize what's happening so it is him looking at the tunnel so mm-hmm. he sees the car speed into the tunnel and then hears the crash so you don't actually see that. Like the one thing I will say is you don't actually see the crash. Oh, that's fantastic. And so then like when they actually get to the episode where she dies, we cut back to that guy with his dog. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it replays this thing that opened it. But at the same time, I go, okay, that's great. But then, then they fucking have Muhammad identifying his son's body. No. Like, I don't need, like, that's gross, guys. It's fucking gross.
1: Do you think they switched gears because of the queen's death? I
0: think apps. Oh, absolutely. The it is. I I mean, obviously they've always, you know, kind of you know, not not even kind of. They've always treated the royal family like reverentially. But we saw moments of everybody being a fucking asshole. But this one is so like the kid gloves with which they treat. Camilla and Charles in these episodes is ridiculous like you know in the first episode it's like Charles is mad because there's all this attention on Diana but it's Camilla's 50th birthday and he wants the queen to come and she's not and you have you have Camilla being there like oh it's fine Charles people will accept me eventually and like look we enough is known about Camilla whatever you think of her she was not passive in the public's perception of her She, like, they hired the most aggressive PR firms, like, in the fucking world. They had a serious campaign there. It was not, oh, people will accept me eventually. That's such fucking bullshit. Like, we know, it's not just, like, rumored. That is, like, multiple sources. That is, we know the firms that they hired. It's so dumb. But also, you barely ever see anybody else. Like, you know, the queen has, like, a couple of scenes... And again, it's just talking about Diana. Um, and I was I was thinking about it, and I think the obviously like this season always would have been weird because it is much more you know recent events. It's things that people, common people know a lot more about. I certainly do because it happened in my lifetime. Mm -hmm. And so I get the draw to do the Diana story, but I think. That, there is no good way to do that story. The way you do that story is to not do it. The way to do the story is continue the show like it's always been. Where, you know, Prince Charles has a storyline. Do the storyline about his mom not coming to the birthday party and try, and how much the public hated Camilla at that point. Absolutely do that. That's an interesting story. Give the queen something to do. I don't know what she'd be doing because I don't, like, I don't know what the fuck the queen was doing all the time. But give her a storyline. Give Philip a storyline. Give fucking margaret's storyline she's great and then you do all that diana stuff in the background so you cut to her occasionally or you see you see charles reacting to the newspaper headlines but you just see it from his perspective so you're doing a charles headline and then boom suddenly there's the photos of her kissing dodie on the yacht we haven't we didn't see that happen we just see it through the press So then you have, you know, four, three or four other storylines that you're doing. And then you get the call in the middle of the night. And you get everybody's reactions. And yeah, still doing everybody's reactions. It's still going to feel kind of gross and invasive. But it's much better than just doing this fucking lifetime TV movie that you did about Diana. That's just insulting
1: yeah it just it seems it seems tasteless and I, I know that the past couple of years we've had a lot of you know Diana shows Diana movies I mean I that one with Kristen Stewart came out like not last year but the year before we got nominated for a couple of Oscars um I just feel like they would have handled this they should have handled this with more grace and I feel like they didn't because of the Queen's death. I feel like the Queen's death really made them... They they stopped production for a long time. And I think they probably rewrote a lot of this stuff because, like, they... They are really focused on not wanting to dis... No, I say disrespect the dead, but Diana's dead, too, but a dead monarch. And... I feel like last season too we like there was that one episode that was very Charles focused on like all the positive things that he did and it was this show was kind of gearing now towards like look at Charles Charles is great and it's yeah. like I don't know and I feel like it I feel like it doesn't help too that I've been seeing a lot of negative things in the media about Harry and Meghan like and that's so shitty to see because I feel like more and more people are really, like, bashing on them. I mean, you have fucking South Park and Family Guy doing episodes about them.
0: Well, no, no those guys are not exactly on the pulse anymore. But uh, generally, you see gear-ups of the uh, slams on Harry and Meghan when there's something else. Like, it happened when Harry's book came out. There's another book uh, coming out next week, which is fairly uh, supportive of them and pretty negative of the royal family by all accounts. Um, So that is probably one of the reasons. The other reason is there are a lot of rumors about the state of William and Catherine's marriage and... Generally, they will replace that with stories about Harry and Meghan. Which is, you know, look, there's plenty to criticize about Harry and Meghan. I don't, I, I can, I, I can, like, feel myself becoming very protective of them since so much of it, like, was, like, gross racist shit. But, yeah, they are also like, oh, we can't have the story about the, like, the king or, you know, the next in line, so we'll have stories about harry and Meghan. i mean harry talks about a lot and in the book there was a lot of you know d- evidence of a quite a bit of other households leaking stories about harry in mm-hmm. order to to like divert bad press from other places
1: yeah it's the british media or just the, the royal media is just it's a lot and ugh just the the firm and, you know, everything Harry was just saying. I mean, I can't imagine growing up in an environment like that and just still Seems being in an fun. environment like yeah. that. Yeah. I fear for those, those poor children of Harry or of uh, Kate and um, William. I hope that they have a good life. Little George, who will be king one day. Hopefully he turns out okay. I mean, he's not gonna be my king, so I don't give a fuck, but
0: he'll be yours. Oh my god, that's crazy. He will be your king. Oh my god. I remember when he was born. I mean I could I I could definitely die before William No. Or I don't think I you know, as he wouldn't be my king for long.
1: Well still that's crazy. I remember when he was born. Oh my gosh, I was in a Panera and I was like, Oh my gosh, Kate went to labor. I wonder if it's a boy or a girl because, like, they still keep that shit secret, which I mean, like, hey, that, that, I don't know, but it's always fun being like, what's it going to be? Is it going to be a king or a queen? I don't know. Just celebrity stuff. And God, like those celebrity, like, People Magazine loves talking about Kate and William. It just gets so fucking annoying sometimes. Like, just like, this is what Kate said in an interview that made her, like, oh my- just like
0: any normal mom. Oh my god, I literally saw one today that was, it was something to the effect of, Kate drops expert curtsy in front of (laughs) King Charles on the stairs. And I'm just like, I mean, first of all, I hope she can fucking curtsy. She's been fucking princess for how long now? Like, that's, like, literally one of her only jobs to curtsy to people. And I just, I, oh my god, it's just embarrassing. So bizarre. Ugh.
1: I don't know. I don't know. The royal stuff is interesting.
0: Well, hopefully the next couple episodes of The Crown will be better. I mean, honestly, I kind of, I saw that because they had a little trailer for the next set of episodes that drops in December and it's like William meeting Kate and that shit. And I'm like, "I, I don't need like... Degrassi the crown you know like I don't need to like see some fucking like teenage love story oh man that's like that. that's like
1: too recent like I remember yeah. that shit like I <sighs> remember reading that they broke up and then they got back together and that they went to school together and all that shit
0: oh my god I want to live in a fucking monarchy ew oh my gosh oh
1: Emily. I don't like that well at least you I mean you don't have to pay attention to all the bad jokes that people have about Joe Biden like let the man fucking live confusing Britney Spears and Taylor Swift like get it like it just it happens just like I don't know
0: King weird
1: oh my gosh oh man are you going to be like those people that have like King Charles merch like all in their house like you're going to have like King Charles pillows and then you're going to have King Charles like sweaters for your dogs and then your flag is going to have his head on it and then like and whatever because there's probably like a Monarch Day holiday. You're going to like bust out like all of like, his favorite colors. I don't know.
0: Ugh. Gross.
1: You're going to be like so patriotic for the monarchy. <laughs> you know like you have people here wear like American flag birch. You're going to be wearing like King Charles merch. Oh, weird. I love that so much for you. <laughs> I don't know. I'm excited about your journey to your journey to a new an, a new world. Oh, man. Oh, man. And you'll dude, you'll be so close to like you just go to Paris for the weekend or like you can just just yeah. you're so close to like everything you're just gonna be like oh yeah i'm just gonna go to disney paris this weekend oh my god like that's so cool that you're gonna be so close to like all like a bunch of cool things i mean like the only things that we're fucking close to down here are like canada and you know if you want to go to on a cruise to mexico but oh my gosh
0: yeah i want to do like you know i want to go to germany and hmm France and everywhere really.
1: I've been seeing a lot of people talk about um French hot chocolate and how it's basically just like pudding cuz it's so thick.
0: Ooh, that sounds and
1: good. You have to put cr- um like whipped cream in it to make it like more liquid. It's supposed to be really good. And then you dip your um croissant in
0: it. Oh, that sounds good.
1: I know that's one thing when Carlos and I decide to go back to Paris. I want to um take advantage of French cuisine and um actually take advantage of seeing France like not Oh yeah, when you have
0: the, st- when you have somebody yeah. to be with you, that makes that easier.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, d- definitely, definitely. Except you know, Disney Paris on your own is not as intimidating. It just when you eat dinner and you're at the buffet by yourself with like the, the coke bottle and you're drinking it like it's a, like a beer, it's like that's when it's like, well, I'm here alone <laughs> at this buffet. At this um American themed buffet. One thing I know, America. That, that's funny, though, when you go to places and it's like America themed. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's me. And then, like, they, and then everything's barbecue. Like, oh, okay. everything is barbecue themed. Like, you get your, your, um, your cornbread. You have your, your ribs. You have everything. And everything's barbecue flavored. It's cute, but it's still good.
0: Oh, I did have one of those, because when I was in London, we went into another one of those like American candy stores Mm -hmm. where it's like, you know, like 15 pounds or a box of Kraft macaroni and cheese.
1: Oh, man, that's
0: one thing I'm excited about when we go to Japan
1: is like all the different like chocolate like the types of like Kit Kat bars. Kit Kats, yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. I still think about those raspberry Kit Kats that Turbo brought for celebration. That was just such a good time. Like I was thinking about that the other day just like you know Turbo walking into our Airbnb with Kit Kats It just it's like this is perfect. And it's like okay, we're going to we're going to go to the panels, we're going to go here and there. Like oh, that was just so much fun. We have to do that again sometimes. Star Wars Celebration needs to come back here or needs to go here or back to Orlando. So I guess we'll have to do another Disney World vacation. Yeah,
0: no, no Florida. Thank you. But oh, yeah, that's right.
1: Um, Well, I mean, there's other places, too, that they can go. They can go back to Denver. Um, they can go back to Chicago. Chicago was fun. I liked the food in Chicago.
0: Chicago's great. I like Chicago. Yeah, Chicago mm-hmm. would be good.
1: Yeah, we can go to another baseball game, maybe. I don't know. Fun things to do. I know. I can't wait for all the events that we'll do in in Japan. That'll be fun. Whenever we start planning for that, I know the time's coming up soon because it's going to be almost in, in It's going to be a year in um in like April. So that should be fun. That's right.
0: Can't wait for all of us to go. I can't wait to hear what you get up to. Emily, like, there can't if you're all about your plans.
1: They can't. There can't be one canto byte correspondent, because then it's then it's not going to be full.
0: We're not gonna fulfill the full content that's a, agreement. That's what a corris- That's what a correspondent is. The correspondent is the person you send out to go to the place that you're not going to. Uh, but I'm so bad at it. You, like, whenever I got a D23, I'm always like, all right, here I
1: go. Here, I, here I go reporting about. You know a, a fucking rock I don't, I don't know. I'll get better at it. I'll get better at being a good correspondent. I know. I I think about sometimes um, whenever I'd see Steele at La- the um, Anaheim celebration, he was like filming something, and I'm like, I wonder where that final piece is. You know, like that's probably in a vault somewhere. I want to watch that. <laughs> You know how, like, all those the Disney movies would be, like, in the vault? You know, those yeah. commercials? They'd scare me as a kid because they'd be like, all right, Snow White's, it's going to be but, Pat back in the vault and it's like oh you can never purchase snow white ever again like that scared me <laughs> as a kid because well, like, i was like yeah.
0: and it all comes out the next year again <gasps> yeah
1: and i'm just like oh my gosh like we need to buy snow white we're never gonna yeah. be able to really, watch it again it was
0: a, i'm sure it was a very effective advertising campaign for them. it
1: really was because then they
0: would they had a vault and then they would put it back inside of the vault yeah. and i'm
1: like oh my god they're gonna put it away Oh man. it just that's one of the things from childhood. I just remember sticking with me was that they're gonna put Snow White back into the vault. and now they're gonna put it into live action sometime, like probably in the next ten years because I feel like they keep delaying. Oh, God they've already them.
0: they've already done Snow White.
1: Yeah, but um,
0: they keep delaying it because they think they're yeah. gonna CGI. Because they think that at first they were gonna do something else with the dwarves. There is a lot of controversy over that. Last I knew, is there's CGI now, but or at least like some blend of. Still seems, not great. I don't know. Like
1: maybe just like not do a remake of that movie. Yeah. I don't know. Like maybe that would have been the best. But then like. The mean actress is getting a bunch of shit because she talks about how it's ridiculous that someone kissed her without consent while she was sleeping. And, like, that's a totally valid thing to, like, be upset about. And a bunch of people that think they're Disney nostalgic, but they're not. They're just assholes that are like, she's ruining the movie. She's ruining Disney. When, in fact, you're ruining Disney because Mm -hmm. you're commenting on a Twitter thread of something that doesn't matter. I don't know. I feel like you I correlate a lot of, the, of those things is complaining about Rachel Zegler or I think complaining about Snow White and being there on January sixth. I feel like both of those things for some reason just like just just connect. Don't ask me why I think that but i I'm, I think I'm intelligent and I mm-hmm. think that those two really really intersect with each other just out of observation mm. Mm-hmm. And just, like, doing my calculations to see, okay, like, um, is there an American flag in your picture Yeah. as you're talking badly about a woman saying something completely valid? Are you a woman? Are you, No. Uh, and you're talking about a woman. Okay. Um, do you not agree with this woman? And it's apparently affecting you so much that you're typing away on your keyboard. I don't know. I don't know why white men do white men things, but they it's sure annoying. Do a lot of it. And it's annoying. And I think that the feds need to do a better job of getting all those people that were there on January 6th in federal prison. Because I think that there's still a bunch out there. And they're all being mad about Snow White. I, I I think that they should pay attention more to the Snow White discourse because I truly believe that all of those people that are mad about Snow White were there on January sixth. And that's my case. I don't know. And I I wanna see Captain Marvel too. Um, I just don't want to pay. Movie tickets are expensive. I, As much as I want to support movies and support people that make movies, movies are expensive. And I don't have time right now to see movies. So that's annoying. Because I wanted to see Priscilla too because I heard nothing but good things about it. So
0: I have a lot coming up. I'm seeing Saltburn tomorrow. Oh, that one looks interesting. People, that is one of those that are like People like saying it's great or people hating it. And I have no idea what I'm going to think. I I really liked Promising Young Woman, her last movie. Uh, I get like the criticisms of it, but I really liked it. So I'm hoping I like this one too. And then Sunday, Steve and I are seeing Napoleon. <gasps> Ooh, how's Steve? He's doing good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm looking forward to seeing him. And then, because I saw Killers of the Flower Moon with him. And yeah, so then we're going to go see. Yeah, we've seen Napoleon. And then Thursday, we are seeing Godzilla minus one in 40X. Jeez, Something we promised we would never go to again because of how sore it made us during Avatar. But you got to do it for the green lizard, though. I'm excited. I think the movie was actually going to, like, bang pretty hard so
1: i know yeah we're seeing
0: it with a couple of other steve's friends so that'll be and they have not done 40x before oh, so it'll wow.
1: be fun. yeah that's fun i know carlos is very excited for his his lizard movie yeah yeah um i want to see napoleon probably because all the commercials with vanessa kirby god she's so hot she's so hot It, it, it's like she doesn't even try like she's just so hot yeah it's like how is that possible
0: and she's apparently like doing all sort of like sex mind games on him and they're oh, through this movie and shit and i'm like yes i can't see that in a the theater so i'm gonna have to wait. <laughs> i'm gonna have to like, mm. Ste- steve and i should not be allowed to see that in a the theater no
1: Mm-mm.
0: Mm-mm. We're, we're going to horny jail Oh,
1: man. I I, I feel like, too. I feel like, too, because I feel like I keep seeing a bunch of Travis Kelsey reels, too, and I'm just like, dear God. Like, and I read articles about him, you know, and I'm like, can this guy get any better? Like, even, like, his old tweets resurface, and it's just like, I'm going to Chipotle. I saw a really big squirrel. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I just it's amazing it just it's like ah good job media for you know because I feel like it's really hard for me to see positives and people that are famous because it's like I feel like I'm very nitpicky you know like
2: mm-hmm. there's
1: a lot of people that are still like big fans of Woody Allen or Roman Polanski and I'm like yeah People can't like insane. you because of that. But then you have Travis Kelsey being like, I saw a squirrel today and spelling squirrel wrong. And it's like, how could you not like this person? And then you have Vanessa Kirby, like being all sexy in trailers for movies. And it's like, it just, it can't, it can't get any better than this right now. Like the yeah, content that the good, good people are giving us. I don't know. It, it could be the amount of estrogen that I have right now that could make me like this too so that could be potentially it also so
2: all
1: well, those movies should be good um i can't think of anything else that's coming out soon that i'm like actually excited
0: for um i don't know oh i want to see ferrari that comes out at christmas
1: Oh, yeah, I saw Adam Driver saying that someone was stupid for asking him a question, because someone had asked a question about, like,
0: um, oh, something about, like, the fucking car crash in the movie. Looked cheesy, and he's like, all right, fuck you, like, next question. Well, like, oh, honestly, like, what do you expect him to say? Like, who the fuck asked that at like, a Q&A? Like, what do you think he's gonna, like, say, oh, yeah, you're right, it looks like dog shit, I'm sorry. Like, come on, dude, you're a fucking asshole.
1: Yeah, I agree. Don't ask stupid questions when you're there to ask actual questions. Like, shouldn't that be in the job
0: requisite? Like, don't ask dumb questions? It was one of those, audience Q&A is always bad. No one should ever do them. Yeah, no one should ever, yeah, don't do that. I don't even know what I would ask. And I don't even think it would be a good question. I would never ask anything. Because I don't have anything good to ask.
1: Yeah, I feel the same way. I feel like my opinion is, like, doesn't matter when it comes to that. I don't know movies, you know. I don't know. I don't know things. I mean, I know some things, but I don't know all things. Because if I did, I would be very obnoxious if I knew everything. Could you
0: imagine? Oh my god, yeah. You'd be insufferable.
1: I would be. But I'm glad that I've maintained this level of not knowing everything. Because then it's like I still kinda learn. And I learn from everything. And, you know, it's good to learn from... From... Life well, um, big off last episode was good, yeah. I like that one.
0: There's some good looking stuff.
1: I know we haven't had a lot of handshakes this season, which I think shows. Um, that everyone's doing really well, and it's really hard to see, like, wow, like, this is, like, really, really... Like, everything's, like, really good. It's, like, it's, like, consistent. Except for botanical week.
0: Oh Nothing can beat botanical week. Oh, that was consistent, just in the wrong way. Yeah. Huh.
1: Well... Is there anything else this episode that is going on? I don't think so. Sweet. Okay. Well, Emily, where can you find you in the podcast on social media?
0: Uh, I am on social media at EFLind. The show is at pod. You can email the show, CantoBitePod at gmail.com. Where are you, Miss Brittany Brown?
1: I am on Twitter. I don't, don't, Twitter doesn't exist anymore. I'm just on social media as operate. I believe I'm there everywhere. So find me. Subscribe to me. Um, I don't feel like I don't really say much on social media anymore. Other than random tangents. But that is a life I guess. But yeah. Alright. Well thank you everyone for listening. And we will talk to you next time. Bye.
0: Bye! Here we go. The gas beats. Yo, 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 and away we go. It's time to serenade my girl Lindo. Sorry, to the ladies, where I had to say no, but if I'm cheating on Sabrina, it's on Kanto. No shame in the game, make even Rogue One seem tame. But I blame it on Grit with a ginger main main. Yeah, that's fire. Love on the rocks leaves the love on my socks
1: Lindo fantastic, leaves y'all shocked Especially when y'all truly whips out his cock yeah. Canto bite, episode 100 hey, yo,
2: I'm back, no fulcrum this time I'm on a flight to the bay and I'm writing some rhymes My top three running through my head, you know So I had to come correct when they hit the hundo My girls E&B deserve congratulations Our adulation for the weekly creation My last celebration was all about them But this time I gotta drop lines for our friends this is for the bitches, strictly for the bitches Give it up for the bitches, all the canto bitches This one's for my bitches, only for the bitches Throw your hands up, bitches, all my canto bitches Start off with my RC's, Catherine's a sweet one Brought cash into lunch with canto bitch number one Josh made it a team and had bourbon and cornflakes The kind of ice cream that made him show me his old face Got to meet Turbo and throw back some brews Fish tacos and San Fran, you know we approve Rebecca from Perth, I haven't met you yet Last shout to Fushi, dude, I didn't forget This is for the bitches, strictly for the bitches Give it up for the bitches, all the canto bitches This one's for my bitches, only for the bitches Throw your hands up, bitches, all my canto bitches Rubia and Adele often email the show I cut a track on them trolls with Johnny Grosso Jesse McGee busted a rap for me Met her and horse, be it scum and villainy King Tom, Death Watch, the most regal of fathers Got to behold the luscious of Estrada Shouted Rusty last time, so I shout a Raj too You know the list ain't complete without less boo This is for the bitches, strictly for the bitches Give it up for the bitches, all the canto bitches This one's for my bitches, only for the bitches Throw your hands up bitches, all my canto bitches Now if I didn't say your name, don't feel no shame You love the fun, the games, and refresher bangs. Hang on every word of Lindo's fanfic Where she describes every vein in Mendo's dick Spread the word, maybe buy a t-shirt Maybe ask the girls if Yattle squirts. Take your CBD, send in your top three, and you'll always be a bitch like me. Get him, Eric.